Hi, Shannon Waller here, and welcome to the Team Success Podcast. Today is the second podcast in the Multiplication by Subtraction series, and what we're going to talk about is really how to appreciate and protect your A players. So as you're likely aware, I'm incredibly passionate about having successful teams, especially entrepreneurial teams, where everyone is contributing, everyone is fully engaged, everyone is productive, everyone's profitable. I'm just very invested in how to do that and what the benefits are and what happens when it doesn't work and how do you fix it and all of those things. A conversation came up recently as we were talking about multiplication by subtraction about the importance of really looking after your A players. Now, what do we mean by an A player? And if you're familiar with Dr. Brad Smart, he and his son, Jeff Smart, have written some great publications with regard to an A player. And their definition, which is not quite the one I'm going to use here, but their definition is the highest level talent or person that you can get at that particular pay grade. So for that role, who is the very best person you can get for what you're paying? So it's not limited to just super expensive people. If it's someone that's a junior person, who's the very best junior person you can get? Now, along with A players, you also get B players and C players and D players and hopefully nothing less than that. My definition for the purpose of this conversation is really someone who is committed, engaged, talented, contributing, and productive. Those are the type of people with whom I want to work. That's who I want on my team. So this whole idea of subtracting people who are not that so we can multiply results is really part of this conversation. Now, what's really interesting is to specifically look at the impact of not taking care of those wrong fit people, people who are your B players. B players sometimes are optional. Sometimes they can degrade and sometimes they can find their passion and their connection and they can go up to an A player. But C players, C players are the ones that are kind of a drag on the system. They put in the bare minimum of effort. They're not really contributing that much. They tend to take up a lot of time. Sometimes they're the complainers in the business, or they're just not really that good. (laughs) But we've left them around for various reasons. Or maybe they used to be great, but now they're not now with the direction your business is going. There's lots of reasons why people shift categories. Now, ideally, you coach and manage people to be their very, very, very best selves at work as much as you can. But you only have a certain degree of control over that. You know, the person also has to decide whether or not they're going to show up. One of the interesting things is that our C players tend to get, as I mentioned, a lot of attention. Squeaky wheel gets the grease is the normal expression. It can be very easy to take our A players for granted because they're pretty self-managing. They're automatically engaged. They volunteer for things. They show up and they don't complain. Now, this whole conversation came up about protecting your A players in a recent strategic coach workshop where we were talking about multiplication by subtraction because it's often something that we put off. So in the first podcast in this kind of mini series, we talked about the 12 reasons why we don't take action, but I want to talk about one of the costs. So the cost of not taking action is that our A players get negatively impacted. So I really want to talk that through because this may not be something You've thought about, as I said, we tend to take our A players for granted, and often they just don't need as many pats on the back. As I said, they're pretty self-managing, so they don't need a ton of support or they've already got it figured out. It doesn't mean we should stop asking, but again, they're not squeaking. They're not the ones who are asking for all of that attention. So here's what happens to them when a wrong fit team member impedes their progress, impedes their productivity. Another way to talk about A players is that they are batteries included. (laughs) They come with their own power pack. They don't have to plug into us in order to be fabulous and be successful. 
So now I want to talk about what is the cost to an A player when they're surrounded by people who are not A players, and particularly those people, I'm going to call them C players for today, the ones that are the victims, the ones that are kind of grumbly, as I said earlier, the ones that are really not a lot productive. So what happens? Well, as one of our clients was saying in this workshop, they kept this C player around, and some of their A players had left. It's like, oh, that's a very expensive decision. <laughs> By not taking action on the C player, some of their really best people had left. And that's one of the costs of not taking action. And that's kind of a shame. So our procrastinations can have a fairly big expense. But why is that the case? Can't A players just ignore them? Can't they just do what they do anyway? Well, yes. But at some point, there are a couple of messages that we end up sending when we don't deal with these situations that are kind of important to know that you're sending. So first of all, I want you to really appreciate that if you're really good at what you do, you're highly productive, you're very efficient, you've worked out your systems, you've worked out your communication, you've worked out your teamwork. And then all of a sudden this awesome system, this awesome productivity that you have gets interrupted by someone who kind of gums up the works. They take things offside, they're distracting, they complain about stuff that seems kind of small. <laughs> You know, it's like, oh, do we really have to pay attention to that? And prevents forward momentum, prevents progress from happening. So first of all, that's an incredible slowdown of productivity because that person's getting distracted. The A player's getting distracted from what they really are passionate about doing. And that's friction, and that creates drag. So you've slowed down a really fast team member. Also, when you're not upholding certain standards, and I'm going to make the assumption here that you have standards for your business in terms of, you know, people showing up on time and being honest and having integrity and providing a first-class experience or whatever your values are, whatever your standards are for behavior. And when certain people don't also uphold those standards, they go down. So if you're not applying those standards consistently to people for whatever reasons, maybe you don't know, or maybe the different relationship with them than other people, just had a great conversation with Amy Bruski about her and Kathy Colby's new book, which is called Business is Business. And one of the things they talk about being incredibly important in a family-owned business is that you apply the rules consistently to everybody to family members and non-family members alike. So if you give certain people vacation time for this, then you need to give non-family members vacation time as well. You can't do special treatment. Special treatment is often seen as being something extra, but also it's special treatment is when certain people get away with certain things that others don't. Mm, not necessarily a good idea. And one of the things that I've learned after coaching team members for 20 plus years is that the really best people like to work on a team of other really great people. All-stars want to be in the all-star team. And if there's some people on the team that are not all-stars, it's really frustrating. It's like, oh, you have to work around them. You have to find the bypass. They're taking up space. They're taking up time. They're not bad people sometimes, but they're in the way. <laughs> Get out of my way. <laughs> you're, you're that. Often, if especially your A players are out front and leading, they have to pull these other people along with them, or they actually have to clean up the messes that the other people are making. So in every company, you've got kind of front stage people and backstage people, and you can have A players on both. In fact, you really need to. A really close team member of mine who's incredibly, incredibly good at what she does, but she's primarily backstage, and she's like, yeah, I don't want to have to clean up after other people's messes because they couldn't get their act together. I was like, ooh, really good point. <laughs> so not only are people being pulled, but sometimes they're having to be cleaned up after. And that's not necessarily a good use of other people's time. And that disparity of effort is really, really challenging. 
I get discouraged when I am full tilt, doing my thing, putting everything in, and someone else is kind of complaining or not putting their all in and, and justifying the reasons for not doing so. I'm kind of looking at them and go, what's wrong with you? <laughs> That's when I can get a little judgy. <laughs> I'm like, okay, can I help you be more engaged? Or are you committed to not being engaged? Because if it's the first one, great, I'll help you. And if not, why are you here? That's kind of my attitude about that. So again, our A players, because they do everything they do so well, they can end up being taken for granted and having to cope with these situations. And we kind of think that's okay. So I want to be a little bit prescriptive here in terms of how to take action to prevent this from happening. Now, first of all, if you haven't already listened to podcast number one in this mini series about multiplication by subtraction, identify the reasons why you're not taking action, because that'll be a really good clue as to where your first place is to go for what you do need to do in order to take action. Also, you really want to recognize and appreciate the cost. So look at the friction, look at the drag, look at the cleanup time and say, okay, is this really worth it? Is this how I want my best people spending their time? Then you also want to ask, what's working for you in terms of the team? Are you getting the support that you need? I'm not saying you want to ask for weak links. Like I have a lot of room for people to grow. (laughs) It's not saying everyone has to be fabulous from the get-go. But if there is someone who is consistently underperforming, then that does need to be addressed, hopefully through coaching, but it may be a subtraction. And then really take their input seriously. You want to make sure that if they give you feedback, you listen and that you pay attention. Please don't shoot the messenger. (laughs) So if you're going to get some news you weren't expecting or it's not good news and you don't like it, please don't take it out on them. And then the other thing, and this is pretty essential, is really appreciate the work that they are doing. Make sure that you speak up, show your appreciation, demonstrate your appreciation, make sure that they're not feeling taken for granted. Let them know that you hope more people were like them. And again, I'm not trying to create a tiered system. My goal is that everyone on your team is an A player. And as strategic coach, we take enormous efforts to make sure that everyone knows what their unique ability is, what they love to do, what they're best at, what they're most passionate about, and we help design their role around that. Not that everyone gets to do that on day one, that definitely does not happen, but we want people to be really committed to their unique ability because we know that that's how our company grows. Our company grows and expands by the expanding capabilities of our team. For me, I was passionate about entrepreneurial teams. We had the Strategic Coach Program, which is all for entrepreneurs. I thought, you know, I'd really like to help the teams get more connected with what we're doing in the coach program. And so I came up with the idea. It's actually originally a school project, college-level school, but still (laughs) a school project. And then co-owner Babs heard the idea and said, great, let's do it. I was like, okay. But that was 1995, and I've been coaching ever since. But we never would have had team programs unless it's something that I was passionate about and was willing to pursue. We really see that as an essential part of our company. So again, this is not just take a look at your team and decimate it. That's not at all what I'm talking about. But if someone, for behavioral reasons, for ability reasons, or sometimes if there's simply a wrong fit for the role, changes need to get made. My favorite kind of change is they get redeployed within your organization. (laughs) Even though I wrote the book called Multiplication by Subtraction, I'm not about just firing people. That's the last resort as far as I'm concerned. The subtitle, by the way, is how to gracefully let go of wrong fit team members. But first of all, you have to identify them. So in future podcasts, I will get into how to identify them, tools for diagnosis. And then eventually, if you can't make it work within your company, then what the appropriate exit strategy is. But we'll get to that in later conversations. But again, I really want you to appreciate and protect the incredible commitment, engagement, talent, 
contribution and productivity of your A players. Because probably these are the people that follow Pareto's law, and that 20% of your team produces 80% of your results. So if that's anywhere near true, then you want to make sure you really love and protect and take care of your A players. All right, I hope this conversation has been interesting and intriguing for you. If you have any questions or comments, please let me know at questionsastrategicoach.com. Thank you very much for listening. And as always, here's to your team success. Hi, Shannon here, and thank you very much for listening. If you like what you heard today, please take a moment to rate the Team Success Podcast on iTunes. And we'd love it if you'd share the podcast with anyone else who could benefit. If you're interested in learning more about the Strategic Coach Program for Entrepreneurs, visit us at strategiccoach.com or the Strategic Coach channel on YouTube. For free downloads and more team success strategies, visit teamsuccesshandbook.com.